0: Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen Christos Anesti Christ is risen Christos Today is the fourth Sunday of the Holy Fifty Days And today the Gospel is from John Chapter 12 And in the previous Sundays of the Holy Fifty Days The Church taught us that the Lord is the Bread of Life He is the living water. And today the gospel teaches us that our Lord is the light of the world. The gospel began today by our Lord telling the crowds and telling us, A little while longer the light is with you. A little while longer the light is with you because this was, I told you the gospel is from... John chapter 12, John chapter 12, John, the gospel of John is 21 chapters. From John chapter 12 to John chapter 21 is the last week of Christ's life. So the book of John's focusing in on the, like the Passion Week. That's why in the Holy Week we read a lot from the gospel of St. John. We read from all the Gospels, but we focus a lot on St. John Because St. John has a lot of extra details And so the Lord is telling them, a little while I'll be with you And then I'm going to die and resurrect from the dead Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become... Sons of light Jesus is the light of the world And by believing in him we become Sons of light Today I want to dig deeper into the light And what it means to be sons of light The sons of light They have four important qualities That we acquire from the Lord Jesus Christ And to help you remember them The qualities are going to start with the letter P the first quality of the sun of light is perception I know this one 's a stretch, but I have to make it fit. What I mean by perception is understanding they have knowledge they follow the truth. the light of the Lord gives us these things. the light of the world or the light of the Lord help us helps us to see things clearly and without The light of the Lord, I would not be able to see. I would be in darkness. I would have no direction for my life. And I would be lost in my life. That's why the long psalm, the psalmist says, Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. The light of the gospel, it guides our decision making. It gives clarity of mind the light of the gospel gives us understanding the light of the gospel gives us purpose the light of the gospel gives us revelation into the mind of God sometimes we do things just for the sake of doing them and we do them without understanding we do things without purpose and that's why Saint John Chrysostom in the gospel of today he rebukes the Jews he rebukes them because they were doing things he says the Lord said this because they were doing things obeying the Sabbath eating them following the mosaic law doing all of that stuff but they were doing it without understanding so they were walking in darkness and st. John Chrysostom says they thought they were walking in the right way but they were actually going in the The wrong way So sometimes we think we're walking in the right way But without the light of the gospel Actually the way we are walking We could be walking in the wrong way And actually the Jews weren't the only ones guilty of this Actually the Gentiles are also guilty of this So that means we're guilty of this And St. Paul he says to the Ephesians He says you should no longer walk as the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind having their understanding darkened their understanding is darkened being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because the blindness of their heart who passed who being past feeling have given themselves over to lunis to work all uncleanness with greediness the only way to know if you are going the right way is to have understanding is to abide in the light I was thinking about a microscope a microscope da, is a device that uses lights and mirrors to magnify objects and oftentimes you can't see the details of the specimen or the subject until you put it under the microscope and once you put it under the microscope the things that you cannot perceive they become seen they become seen and the same is true when we put ourselves under God's eyes under his light we will be able to see clearly we might be able to see things that are hidden from the naked eye God's light may allow us to see ourselves more clearly In the secular world, no one likes to be under the microscope To be under the microscope, that means that you did something bad and everyone's pointing and looking for you which mistakes you're going to do and and nobody wants to be under the microscope but actually the Christian loves to be under God's microscope loves to abide in his light because we are eager to seek instruction we're eager to seek guidance we're eager to seek correction from the Lord the sons of God the sons of light they hear the Word of God and it stirs in their hearts That's why Solomon in his wisdom, he says, The ear that hears the rebukes of life will abide among the wise. Whenever we read the scripture, we say, Oh, this scripture is talking to me and is rebuking me. Then this causes us to change. He says, He who disdains instruction despises his own soul. If you don't want to listen to the words, if you don't want to be under the microscope, Solomon is saying, you hate yourself. You're not listening to yourself. He says, but he who heeds rebuke gets understanding. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And and that's why our Lord in the gospel today, He says, if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I don't judge him. Because I didn't come to judge him. But the words that I said, they will judge him. He who rejects me does not receive my words, that has that which judges him. The sons of life, they have this perception They have understanding, they have clarity They have direction in life, they have purpose The second P is that the sons of life have purity, they have perfection Purity and perfection are a a reflection of holiness When the disciples saw the Lord on Mount Tabor Or when St. Paul, he saw the Lord on the way of Damascus The Lord was brighter than the sun, the light was so intense that it blinded the eyes of St. Paul, St. Peter and St. James and St. John, they all fell in fear of this bright light that they had seen. And the bright light that appeared to them is an indication of God's holiness, intense holiness. And by contrast, darkness is a sign of intense sinfulness. Hades and Hell you know what the descriptions of Hades and Hell are? darkness darkness and from what we know from the stories of the saints is that it is so dark so dark that you would not be able to recognize anything in Hades or Hell so dark that you couldn't recognize even in the life of Saint Macarius there's a story about a pagan priest who is speaking to him from Hades And he said that we are back to back in Hades, back to back, and we can't even, we don't feel each other, we don't see each other, we can't, we're so close to each other, yet we have no recognition because of how dark it is. Heaven, on the other hand, is a place described as full of light, there is no darkness. There is no... actually, the Word of God, He is the Son He gives light to everyone who is there In heaven, not only, you, like, you can distinguish faces, you meet people, you know everything There's colors, there's vibrance, like, in heaven The difference between light and darkness The difference between hell and heaven Is literally the difference between, like, black and white it's, that is, That's the difference and that's why like it it pains me when people they can't see the difference between sin and holiness there's a big difference between sin and holiness st. Paul he said to the Ephesians for you were once in darkness you were once in darkness but now you are light in the Lord walk as children of light walk as children of light Saint Paul says we were living in darkness we were living in the way I was telling you we couldn't know which way to go and we didn't know even what we're living in darkness we were living in sin but now we are in light now we are holy we are holy you know a lot of times we talk about uh, the moon and how the moon is a reflection of the sun's light but we know that the moon doesn't give light it simply reflects the light of the Sun we are not like the moon we are not just reflecting God's light no we are not because the Holy Spirit is living in us so when the Holy Spirit is living in me it is sanctifying me it is making me holy and it is illuminating me so now I give light not my light but it's the Holy Spirit dwelling in me that's why st. Cyril in his commentary on the gospel today he said every time you read about the light it says the light the light but whenever it refers to darkness it just says darkness because the light refers to a person refers to our Lord Jesus Christ also can refer to God God is light the holy spirit the work of the holy spirit in us that's why i love the morning luxology every morning the church teaches us to say let the thought of light let the thought of light shine within us every morning let the thought of light shine within us and let not the darkness of pain or passion the not pain it should be passion the passions of the like cover us Every morning we are asking the Holy Spirit to shine in our lives Because we are holy people, sanctified people Once uh, Pope Kirlis asked a deacon to tell someone to get out of the communion line And when the person, the deacon, asked why he's, like, why Carlos said to take this person out of the communion line He said the light, Pope Kirlis said the light of the Holy Spirit was not shining in their face so like Pope Carlos T'Khayli said, like you, get out of the communion line it's like the Holy Spirit not shining in her so the Holy Spirit is shining in our life should be shining in our life another story of Pope Carlos there was a person who was troubled because of so many sins so many sins that he like had committed and Pope Curlus told him, don't worry, the Holy Spirit will make you clean. Don't give the devil time to make you feel sorry for yourself. In other words, what Pope Cornelius was telling this person is, don't let the devil keep you in darkness. Let the Holy Spirit cleanse you. Let the Holy Spirit work in your life. Many people, they think, there is no hope for me, I cannot change. I've committed too many bad things I could never be sanctified I could never be enlightened But actually, Saint Paul, he says something so beautiful When he was saying to the Corinthians, he said For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness Who has shown in our hearts to give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ You guys got it, saw? So? That's it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. When God commanded let there be light, the darkness had no choice. God created light means there is there is light. Darkness was exposed. And what God says was done So this verse shows us, the verse that I told you Shows us the transformative power of the word of God The transformative power of the light Just as God commanded light to shine from darkness Why can't he command light to shine in your life? And for you to be bright and shining star and saint in the church we are an enlightened people We are a holy people We are a pure people We are a perfected people That's a lot of Ps for you to remember And this happens by our repentance And the work of the Holy Spirit in our life The last character- characteristic of the sons of light Is that they are powerful The sons of light are powerful When I was a young child That maybe we're a little scared of the the dark. And so, because we're scared of the dark, we ask that someone to put a little like night light in the room, and the little night light that makes us feel more comfortable. The sons of light, they are not scared, they are not scared of darkness because their light is so bright and so, and God has given us authority and power over he has given us authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy so, when you read the stories of the saints who is scared of who? we never read that the Lord Jesus Christ is scared of evil or scared of the world or scared of anything like the disciples, they were scared of the devils or was it the devils that were scared of the apostles the sons of light, wherever they go they bring light and they cast out darkness and so they have no fear. They have no like anxiety. They go and they do their work, and they cast out darkness in every place that they go without any fear or anxiety, because they are powerful. The light gives them power. Into as sons of light, to remember the power of God working through you. Remember that the sons of life, they the sons of light. They have perception. They see the world differently. They see the way God interacts with them. They are under the microscope of God. They're heeding the word of God in their life. The sons of God, they are purified. They are perfected because the work of the Holy Spirit living in them. And lastly, the sons of light, they are powerful, powerful. They cast out all the demons. And glory be to God forever. Amen.